0: Hello, Get book listeners, and welcome to The Hand Cell, a special weekly installment of Get Booked that's all about books we just can't resist shouting about. This is Jen Northington, and today's Hand Cell is Velvet Was the Night by Silvia Moreno-Garcia. I cannot believe that we have not talked about this book yet, considering how often we talk about Moreno-Garcia's work, but we didn't, and so here I am going to talk about it today. Uh, before I get into it, let us hear from our sponsor. <laughs> Today's episode is brought to you by Disney Books.
1: Do y'all like Caribbean mythology? What's more, a thriller inspired by Caribbean mythology? If you do, I got something for you. A must read thriller that draws from the darkest corners of Caribbean mythology from acclaimed author, Sarah Das, who crafts a chilling tale of magic, murder, and how far we'll go to protect what's ours. It's perfect for fans of Angeline Bully and Tiffany D. Jackson. So unlike other people on the small island of St. Virgil, Selena da Silva does not believe in magic. She has a logical mind. She likes botany. She wants to study pharmacology, but Then her mother gets sick and she's tethered to the island and she has to make money. So what does she do? She cons a couple gullible tourists with these useless talismans and phony protection rituals. But then one of the tourists ends up dead and at the center of a strange string of murders. And the truth Selena has been denying can no longer be avoided. There is evil lurking in the forest that surround St. Virgil. And to find out what that evil is, make sure to pick up It Waits in the Forest by Sarah Das. And thanks again to Disney Books for sponsoring this episode. Today's episode is brought to you by Flatiron Books, publisher of 888-LOVE and the Divine Burden of Numbers by Abraham Chang.
0: Okay, so as you might recall, if you are familiar with Moreno Garcia's work, she writes different genres every time she writes a book. Like, she's written sci-fi, she's written vampires, she's written, you know, magical realism, she's written just everything. And this is her noir novel, which it's, like, no secret to long-term Get Book listeners that I don't read a ton of mystery and crime books. But I love noir. I always forget how much I love noir until I pick one up, and then I'm like, oh, right, I love this. Like, there's something about... The like slow burn characters who are like often, you know, struggling with their own demons, like trying to do the thing. There's not really heroes usually in noir. Like perhaps nobody is ever brought to justice in the way that they would be in a mystery novel. But like, I don't know, there's something so great about it. I just really love it. And so I was delighted when I heard that Moreno Garcia was writing a noir. And this is such an interesting one. It is set in the 70s in Mexico City while there is all of this political unrest. There are student protests. There are secret government groups like you know, disrupting and like being violent towards the students to the point of killing some of them. There's a lot of complicated politics going on. There's different, you know, secret agencies in the government at war with each other. Like there's a huge backdrop here of historical stuff that I know very little about because the U.S. educational system does not teach you that kind of stuff. And we have two characters here, both of whom are like Again, not heroes. They're not even particularly like good sometimes at what they're trying to do. They're also not the classic noir, like alcoholic, like, you know, gumshoe situation. Like they're just this is such an unexpected book for me in so many ways. Like Moreno Garcia is really playing with the tropes of noir in, I think, a very fascinating way. So our two characters are Maite, who is a secretary, and she is obsessed with romance comics. She does not pay attention to the news. She's, like, she feels frumpy. She feels like she's getting older. She doesn't really have dates very often. Like, she is very dissatisfied with her life. And it's kind of it's a, her life is kind of a bummer. Not gonna lie. Her life is kind of a bummer. So she loses herself in music. She loves rock and roll music. She has a huge record collection. And in her romance comics, which I think is like deeply identifiable and relatable. She has this neighbor, Leonora, who's like beautiful and wealthy and is an art student who asks her to take care of her cat for a couple of days. She's going out of town. And so Maite agrees. And then Leonora disappears and is supposed to meet her. And like things get very complicated. And Maite mostly is just pissed because she doesn't want to take care of this cat. But things get very complicated. Our other character is Elvis, which is probably I'm probably not pronouncing it with the correct Latin flair. He has named himself after Elvis Presley. He also loves rock and roll music. And he is like a, he's a goon. He's a thug. He is employed by one of these shady secret governments, quasi-government agencies to do things like disrupt protests and beat up students. He has had a rough life, which is how he has gotten to the place where he is now. And like, I think he's in his 20s. And he works for a guy whose name he doesn't know with other guys whose names he doesn't know beating people up for a living. Like, that's his job. But he loves music. He also is obsessed with record, you know, records and American pop music in particular. He's, like, trying to do a word of the day. Like, he has dreams of living a better life. He just doesn't know how to do it. He doesn't have any resources. He doesn't have any skills. Like, he really doesn't know how to better himself. And he and Maite's paths cross because Elvis is sent to try to find Leonora. She has film that have captured folks photos of a protest in which these secret government agents are doing the thing, but the you know it's being denied from the papers and from the rooftops like we would never. And she has proof that that's what's going on. And so everybody is after this film. And you go back and forth between Maité and Elvis's povs. And Maité has no idea what's going on. She like truly does not want anything to do with anything political. Elvis has slightly more information, but he's struggling to put it together. Because because he's sort of doesn't want to know in a deep way. And I will say this is a super slow burn. Like, this does not move at a quick pace. You spend a lot of time with these characters in their sort of mundane, slightly elevated by these crisscrossing paths thing that's happening to them. But it's a lot of like, you know, Elvis is on surveillance sitting in a car and then he gets told to go beat up somebody else. And Maite is like going to her job and being bored at her job and wishing she could do anything else. And I think that's actually... It's charm. Well, charm is maybe not the word. It's power is giving you such a close look into the lives of these two people and what it would have been like for them in this moment in time to be, you know, unwitting players in this much bigger political moment. It's really well done. And I did really come to feel for both of these characters. And oh, the ending. Oh, I was like, oh, that's so good. That's so good. The ending is so good. So if you love a slow burn of a novel, if you love historical fiction, if you love, you know, reading stories set in Latin America or want to know more about it, If you love Moreno-Garcia's writing, which, like, I think many of you do, just know that this is, again, a super different book from others that she's written in, I think, a really genius and interesting way. And I think especially if you like, you know, Cold War spy stuff, oh, I think you're really going to like some of the supporting characters in this. So, again, that's Velvet Was the Night by Sylvia Moreno-Garcia. And that's it. That's our recommendation for today. Thank you so much to our audio editor, Jen Zink, who is an excellent human. Thank you all for listening. You are also excellent humans. Uh, If you would like more book recommendations, you can get those, bookriot.com. You can also get more of our podcasts at bookriot.com slash listen. And if you would like to email us, you are welcome to. You can do that, getbooked at bookriot.com. Uh, you can also review us on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Podchaser, wherever you can leave a review. We super appreciate it because it helps other people to find the show. And then, of course, in between shows, you can find me on Twitter and Tumblr at JenNIRL, J-E-N-N-I-R-L, or on Instagram as I am IamJenIRL, and we will talk to you again soon.